you found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about Nikola Vucevic officially re-signing with the Chicago Bulls and what that could mean as far as potentially just running the roster back going into next season. And we're going to talk about Connor Bedard coming to Chicago. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, Nikola Vucevic officially re-signs with the Chicago Bulls on a three-year, $60 million deal. Now, we don't have exactly the details yet on that contract, whether it's an option on the third year, whether the contract is uh, scaling upwards or downwards, backloaded, front-loaded. We don't know, but we do know he will be here for another three years at $60 million. Go ahead and grade the deal, Pat. Um... It's a B deal. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, oh my God, we got Nikola Vucevic back. It, I'm, it, I mean, the deal looks better than I feel. I'll tell you that much right now. This air quality in Chicago is terrible, dog. I'm dying over here. I'm in real pain. But, uh, <laughs> ouch. Hey, can you imagine if you had asthma during this, bro? Bro, y'all, here's my thing. Y'all really be smoking out here, bro? Bro, like this. Y'all really just be like <laughs> blowing squares like 30 of them a day, bro, and just die? That's Willingly. what y'all do. <laughs> willingly putting putting oh God, like it's bro. crazy bro like the last time you know i can't make that joke here i can't Woo! make that joke here. anyway oh man can't make that joke I, i'm gonna just i'm gonna assume zion williams i'm gonna assume, on. I'm gonna assume. Was, the last time something from canada choked something out this bad it was chris benoit all but we just right look. all right <laughs> i'll see y'all later yeah, yeah, we shouldn't have made that joke. It's made now. It's out there. It's out uh, there now. It's at in the, the end of the day, here's, here's the it's main thing. It's above me now. It's, it's above a, me now. It's above me now. Here's the main thing for me about the Vooch deal. Um, you didn't have a lot of options because of the situation that um, the team is in with the Lonzo deal and stuff like that. You weren't going to gain this plethora of cap space because you're already over the cap. You can go over the cap to re-sign your own players. So you're already over the cap anyway. You might as well bring back a guy who is a top 10 guy at his position offensively and who is going to give you consistency, health, production, things that we haven't had a ton of on this team. And I think the bottom line with all of it is he doesn't have to be here the entire time. There's st- This is a team-friendly deal. Team-friendly meaning not just to our team. That is a very tradable contract. If the Bulls do decide to blow it up, they have given themselves that option as well. We don't know that they still won't, you know, end up moving on from some of these guys. We don't know that the Vooch deal even makes it to the NBA season with the possibility of free agency coming up. There's a lot of things that could go into this. Maybe they've worked something out on the back end with Vooch. I give it a B. It's a good deal for the Bulls. It's a good deal for Nikola Vucevic. And it's not like, I I think people think just because you sign a contract with a guy, like that means you're locked in with him forever. There's a lot of teams that would take Vooch on their team right now. 
Oh, absolutely. And this is why the Bulls wanted to lock him in before allowing him a chance to get to uh, open free agency. I think people forget that. Like, you do that so you can avoid having to bid with other teams. If yeah. the Bulls actually felt like, hey, Vooch could go out there and he's going to get much less than this, you'd let him go out there and be like, all right, come back home because we can still give you more money than what you're getting out there. So, yeah. I, and I love the point that you made is the fact that it's team friendly, but not just for the Chicago Bulls. I think, and I, I, I talked about, I saw something that put it in perspective like this. With the way that the salary cap has risen, right? When you look at the 2013-14, I think, Bulls it was, uh, somebody, some, I'm sure somebody's going to correct me on the date. Taj Gibson on that team was making $8.8 million. If you look at the scale of that, that's the value of the contract now on this salary. It's worth 14% of the salary cap. So, like, it, it rolls. Like, Vooch is worth more than the mid-level exception. The mid-level yeah. exception now is almost $13 million. He's a top 10 player at his position. I get people here, the $20 million, and we think about that in the his, history of the game, but the salary cap has risen almost doubled in the in the last decade. It's okay. It's a friendly deal. If you need to move, this is not a deal that's unmovable. We've seen 40, $50 million contracts move like it's nothing. Yeah. It's okay. And, and, and I think here's, here's the main thing for me with all of it is Vooch is still a good player. It's still a good baseline for you to start your team off with. Is it the player that you know, is the flashy player, is the beauty, is is the Jokic, is that no, but also, right, like, Vooch isn't on a team that's going to help him like Jokic's team does. You know, when Jokic's passes look really bad, when guys miss shots. Um, that is what Vooch has been dealing with here the entire mm-hmm. time. Vooch is realistically, if, I mean, without Lonzo, is he our best passer? I'm trying to think, Zach, eh. Zach's a pretty no. good passer. He is, but he he's not as consistent. You know, Zach could be turnover yeah. prone. I think I think, and there there's a stat we talked Who's about when we were over passes? on CHGO Bulls. I think he's what they said he's top five in the NBA as far as passes that lead to be, to buckets and all oh, yeah. players, not just centers. Oh, yeah. So yeah yeah, 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 we just don't so use I, that skill set very much for him. And exactly, and I think that at the end of the day, here's here's the the big thing about all of this is you've got a player that has a ton of the assets that you want in a modern-day big. You just have to figure out how to utilize those assets to the best of your ability. To me, now you're putting it very much like we talk about with Justin Fields all the time. Now we're putting it on you. Guess what, Billy Donovan? Now I'm putting it on you. I'm putting it on you to um, put these guys in the right position, to put the right pieces in place around him, to get guys in there. And and I'm putting it on the... the um, the shooting coaches and all the coaching staff at this point to me, because I think that after free agency on Friday, we're going to see some pretty good. We're going to see a team that we can look at and see, say, okay, I guess I can kind of see how this works because of the things that AK has talked about. So Vooch is kind of the first step in all of that. Yeah. I mean, it's the first step of free agency. It was important to get that done before uh, the open of, of free agency across the league on Friday at 4 PM. Uh, so make sure you guys stay tuned in for that. But yeah, I think this is the first step. Now, it could be the first step as far as just running the roster back, which we'll talk about in the second segment. Um, but I, I, I think it's a good deal. You're getting you're getting him at a good value. I know that, no, he's not a perfect player at all. And hopefully, I, here's the thing. When it comes to Nikola Vucevic, I get that Bulls fans, it's always going to be an out to, to judge him based off his, the defense that he plays. And that is something that is ne- definitely a negative for Nikola Vucevic. But right. I think we, sometimes we focus so much on what Vooch isn't that we forget that what he is, though, is elite at everything he does do. I just question what people want from Vooch. 
Like I, I've, I've asked this the entire time he's been a part of this Bulls team. What Vooch did you think you were getting? Was there was there this defensive clamp that I missed out on in in Orlando that that Nikola Vucevic was? Mm. Was there this um, this three point shooting big that was absolutely a monster? And again, here's the biggest part that people forget about this. Y'all did this with Larry Markkinen. You did this with Nikola Mirotic. You're doing this again with with uh, uh, Nikola Vucevic. There are shooting big men, and there are big men that can shoot. Nikola Vucevic is a big man that uses his game in the post to accentuate, uh, or I'm sorry, he uses his his three-point shooting to accentuate his game in the post. At the end of the day, how have the Bulls used him? Hey, Vooch, go stand in that corner and pull this three. Hey, Vooch, go stand at the top of the key and pull this three. Nikola Vucevic literally said at the top of the season, hey, I really can use my three ball to add to my post game. I would love to be down there more. Yeah, when he said when he said uh, the, what was the quote that uh, if you take away my shooting, I'm still in the I, I'm still an elite post scorer. That was that that was a message to say, hey, this is what I do good. Can you guys start using me this way? And no, we we did no. a little bit a little bit more, but not to the level that he deserves to be used in that way. Billy Donovan said, "I swear, I will replace you with that seven foot ball boy to keep showing up to practice every day." I don't know what he's doing here, but I will put him in over you. And then he doesn't do it. He didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Billy, uh, Billy Donovan, man! Like I, like, uh, God I bless mean, his, it's, it's his bubble gum It's on him now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's on his bubble gum soul. His bubble gum soul. <laughs> what a trial. Uh it's on him. It's on, it's on. Oh, my chest hurt. My uh, chest hurt. I can't laugh. You hear oh, that? That's, that's the sound of thousands of people Googling what the hell a trial is. Um that is bring it back, baby. We bringing it back. Yeah, me and Pat are, are, are going to start being on this kick where we're bringing some old phrases and words back. Trollope is number one on that list. Go and Google that. Have fun with that. Uh, but uh, next up, though, we're going to talk about the Bulls running it back. And why it may not be as bad as some of us are making it, I put myself on the list. I've definitely made it a bad thing. Pat's going to try to sell us on something different, which I actually buy into. But before we get into that, I'm going to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is Prize Picks, where you can play daily fantasy made easy. How does, how does Prize Picks work? Pick two to six players, and if they're going to score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your entry money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sports that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, Connor Bedard, uh, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100 Price picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, price picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. It's back. Had an episode without it, it didn't feel the same. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, Pat. So, with the re signing of Nikola Vucevic, when you pair that in with what we heard early in the day as far as qualifying offers being extended to IO Kobe, uh, that we we expected. 
it, it paints that picture that this roster primarily is potentially going to be brought back. Now, even with all three of those signings, if we do make that, we still have a mid-level exception, or at least part of it, to add some talent to the roster. But we're pretty much bringing it back. And, Pat, you, me, you talked a little bit off air. Um, it may not be as bad as what we're making. Yes, I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying it's the perfect scenario. I'm not saying necessarily that it's going to be a scenario that gets the Bulls to the fifth, the sixth seed, whatever it is. But it may not be as bad as what some Bulls fans are making it out to be. How you feel on that, Pat? Here's my thing with all of this, right? And and let us know below, is running it back a bad thing for the Chicago Bulls? Um, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, all that good stuff. We've watched 22 win teams. We've watched 18 win teams. We've watched the Bulls in the top 10 in the draft. What did that net us? A right? bunch of number seven overall picks. And here's the thing. I know people are going to say, well, you got to select the right people. What is the guarantee that the Bulls are going to select the right people in this scenario? What is the guarantee that the Bulls are going to be able to go out and find that perfect guy or going to be able to go out and find that perfect piece or land top five in the draft or top three in the draft? We sucked and we still landed seven, right? And so here's, here's my point of view when it comes to trying to get this team to the next level. You're at a baseline right now. I know for some reason, a lot of people believe the middle is the worst place to be in sports. If you're in the middle, you can't go up. You can't go down. You're just in the middle. That's not the case. This is not the Gar Foreman Chicago Bulls here. They're actually players on this team that people want to play with. They're actually players on this. Team. Heck, I, here's the here's the tough part about the Gar Foreman Chicago Bulls. And I know everybody's like, oh, we really dodged a bullet with that one. Kyrie Irving wanted to come play with Jimmy Butler. Y'all remember that? Everybody forgets that part. Kyrie Irving wanted to be on the Chicago Bulls with Jimmy Butler. And after we traded him, right, then everybody was like, oh, but if we kept him, we could have had Kyrie. This was before he was going to Obi-Wan, full Obi-Wan on us. But uh, I, I think at the end of the day, when you're at a baseline, 40 wins, can we add a piece to this team that we see based on what we saw from the team last season that helps us get five wins? I don't think that with $12 million, that is an impossible get for the Chicago Bulls. Can we add a piece on this team or have a piece that develops on this team that can help us to get eight wins? Eight wins puts you at the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Now, is that winning the East next season? No, I didn't say the Bulls are going to go get a championship next year, but that's moving you back in the right direction, and it's moving you into the direction of, hey, Jerry, aren't we in the, or I'm sorry, Michael, aren't we in that luxury tax range? Can we now go into the tax? Can we go in and add a player that's going to be an actual bigger name player that's going to help us, even with the new CBA in place? Can we now do that? Oh, yeah, we can do that, and it's not going to destroy us because we haven't done it in basically, what, 10 years now? Has it been 10 years? Mm, yeah. 10 years? Dang, that's crazy. Um. <laughs> You know, but but I look at situations like that and I say, okay, now I see a path forward by adding pieces to what's already here. I understand that people don't believe that Zach Levine's the number one option. I understand that people don't believe that DeMar DeRozan should be a piece that's going to be here for the long term, and I don't think that he will, or that Booch isn't the center of the future. But you have to understand that those young pieces that you have, you got a bunch of them on your team. The next yeah. step for the Chicago Bulls team is not finding James Harden or adding Kevin Durant or going out and trading for Bradley Beal, which all were scenarios that were very, very, very impossible. Um, but the next step for the Chicago Bulls is exactly what AK is doing. 
He puts a coach in place that is going to be the new head of player development. He's also going to change the philosophy of how this team wants to shoot the basketball because the Bulls' problem wasn't shooting the ball. It was how many times they actually, or I'm sorry, the Bulls' problem wasn't getting open. The Bulls' problem was taking the shots when they got open. You got to change the philosophy. You have to develop the young players. That's your next step in all of this. We got five, six players under 25 on this team. What are we? What are they just hit? We just want to have some young dudes around so that we can keep the music updated. Which, my God, hip hop is in a terrible place right bro, now. Bro, hip hop. Shout out to Bow Wow for telling the truth. A bad hey, spot. Who would have thought? Bro. Shout out to Bow Wow would have been a statement on this show, but <laughs> I, I, we, I don't know if I'm going that far. Uh, but well, he just—he literally just was like, "Y'all got to stop making the same music." I mean, he of all people to say that is really like, wow. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, really? Did it like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be like Boots coming on the show and be like, you know what we really need to do is we need to play lockdown man on man. One on one. I got mine. I got, I got my guy. Going going nowhere. I'm guarding Wimby one on one right now, shutting him down. He might be able uh, to push Wimby out the way. I ain't gonna oh, he you. better be at least his rookie year. Like, uh, let's be clear here. Um, <laughs> That's be the worst. Oh, God, I hope we don't get the Spurs early. Wimby just cooks Vooch the first game. Oh, bro, there's no coming back. There's no coming back for a minute. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. You got to go ahead and give that one up. Um, But, hey, I, here, like, we we, at the end of the day, Running it back was always more likely than anything else just because the Bulls don't have cap space. It's hard not to run your roster back when the asset, the, the most obtainable assets realistically are the assets you already had on your team just by the nature. Like if the Bull, if the NBA didn't have the rule to where you can go over the salary cap to re-sign your own free agents, let me be clear here. We'd be screwed yep. royally. Yep. We would so, have nobody. Nobody. We'd literally be fielding a roster. Patrick Williams would be our starting center. It's bad. Ah, we'd probably still have Drummond. Ah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We still be have Drummond. Drummond. Patrick Williams would actually. Well, I, here's the thing. Is it good? Because realistically, right? Now, no. it's good because we'll be competitive. But realistically, all of those young pieces that we'd be talking about having to develop would just have to play. There would be no room for anybody else. literally have to be, play back a four and five for that. We'd be seeing 28 minutes, no less, of Marco Simonovich every single night. A lot of dunks, a lot of dunks going on that one, man. That's tough, man. Yeah, you got to look up. You got to look up, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't look at, here's the thing. If the Bulls are still 40 and 42 going into next season, uh, okay, now probably is the time to make some changes because it means that you basically are still in the same spot. Nobody's developed, right? At that point, you've seen, now it would be what four years of Patrick Williams, four years of, or three years of Patrick Williams, four years of Kobe White, three years of Ayo Desumu. And I mean, literally, like if we go 40 and 42 again next season, none of our young pieces develop. We have all the wrong young pieces because there's no way possible for a team of Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic that got you 40 wins. That got yeah. you the, your 40 wins. But you need those other guys to step up. We've been talking about anybody else being a major part of this team. And literally anybody else. We have been to the point where we're like, hey, is Terry Taylor going to give us anything? He got a two-way offer, by the way. Uh, is Terry Taylor going to give us anything? Can he be a piece that maybe is a diamond in the rough? What's Justin Lewis going to be when he comes back off his ACL? We're begging for a young guy to develop. 
if if you get to the point where we're talking about this after another season and it's 40 and 42 and the running back didn't work, you need to make serious changes to your coaching staff. You need to make serious changes to, which might need to be the case anyway, make serious changes to your player development situation, even after making it in that one season, because realistically, that means Patrick Williams got no better. Io DeSumo got no better. Kobe White got no better. Uh, Daylon Terry basically still can't play in that situation, I'm assuming, because every time he gets on the court, he makes an impact. Marco Simonovic is dead, uh, which he might be anyway. We haven't checked on him in a while. I don't know what's going on with his career. Uh, you know, his career is dead anyway. And uh, who's who else we got young on this team that, w- that we hope for? Oh, we got the new guys. Uh, um, what, Julian Phillips. Uh, and Adama Sinago. And Adama Sinago. Uh, do, we, do we even have? We don't even have the... the uh, uh, Unerlock bit them. Yeah, I mean, we don't even, yeah. we don't, we ain't got him. Right? Like everybody, <laughs> oh, we got him. We don't have him. We got seven players on this team. That means zero people developed. <laughs> That's when it's time to fire people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we'll see. Like, I, ultimately, I think this right is. Are we saying? Are me and Pat sitting here telling you guys, hey, don't worry, the Bulls are going to be a contender next year? No, we're not. But no. realistically, I'm worried. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're still worried, right? We're worried, but realistically, listen, you got, you have to do what you can, and ultimately, just letting everybody walk away wasn't an option. It was never a realistic option, and if you've convinced yourself that that was going to be the option that the Bulls had, I need you to lay off uh, the Aaron Rodgers. That's what I need you to lay off of. You get that joke later. I mean, it's a. I mean, I think we all get it now. I don't think yeah. any of us have issues. No, dude, you don't. Listen, there joke. are a lot of slow people out there, brother. You can't. <laughs> like, let's, let's just be clear here, man. There are a lot of slow you people said, out there. You said I shouldn't be as confident as I am. Is <laughs> don't, that what you don't be that confident in don't that, that bro. Confident. Like, yeah, don't be that confident. But uh, uh, all right, next up, we're going to be talking about Connor Bedard officially coming to Chicago. Pat, the Bulls. I mean, I wish it was the Bulls. The Blackhawks get the number one overall pick. Uh, Connor Bedard is officially a Chicago Blackhawk. Um, how do you think he's going to fare with with number one overall picks? You know, we've, we've had Derrick Rose in here. Uh, we traded a number one overall pick to bring in Darnell Wright. Like, it's been a minute since we've had a player uh, at number one overall pick that really has brought this type of excitement and generational player to the city. Yeah. Where do you when you look at the athletes around the city? We got we got um, Justin Fields. It's really Justin Fields, Connor Bedard right now. How you feeling? Um, I think that he is the star that Chicago's probably craving for. And um, we haven't seen one in a while. I don't think Zach Levine is a star just yet or a superstar, I should say. I think that Connor Bedard will end up being a superstar that the Bears are, or, I'm sorry, the Hawks are, are looking for. And uh, I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it's so big that we're talking about it on a Bulls podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's really how big of a get this is. And I know most people right now are just like, are we really talking hockey right now? But that's how big this is that the Chicago Blackhawks got Connor Bedard. Like, he's he's going to be a face of a franchise piece. He is the Victor Wembignana of this draft. If you want to say the LeBron James, right? he's the first chosen one since Connor McDavid. He is, he is that guy that you look that's at. That's a great point. He's the first chosen one since Connor McDavid. And Connor McDavid went to a team that's never going to get out of the second round of the playoffs <laughs> or the first round, even. But I, I just I, I look at I look at where the Blackhawks are heading. I look at how the city of Chicago is responding to it, and that's all you really need to know. Like 
This is, uh, by the way, they also go out and get Taylor Hall yesterday, which I thought was an excellent move by the Blackhawks. Um, and and it, it shows me that, that Kyle is moving in a way that is, I, I can follow down this path. I can agree with the path that he is on. I need to see it play out to fruition, though, because guess what? I, I was I was high on AK three years ago. And, and not to say I'm out on AK, but yeah, I need yeah. to see some production out here. Yeah, we also get Oliver Moore in this draft at number 19 as well, which I don't want to overlook. Of course, Connor Bedard deserves and will get the, the, the most attention. But, like, listen, the Blackhawks, I'll tell you what, they did. They potentially did a rebuild on the flyer between the trade yesterday, the draft selections uh, today. I'm not going to say it's going to immediately put them in the race for a Stanley Cup next season. Yeah. But when you look at the outlook and the future projections of that team, the future's looking mighty bright for the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm a little bit jealous over here. Shout now, out to Locked On Blackhawks. Go, I'll go and check them out. Man. When when you when you heard that he was out of Regina Potts, did you did you? I mean, what was what's the first thing? Right, it was like out of Regina Potts. Oh, I was gonna oh. say, I, I thought that was his mama's name. I was like, <laughs> shout out to her. Ah, <laughs> shout out to her. <laughs> I knew Bedard has some black in it, Regina. <laughs> bro, bro, you ever met? Uh, never mind. I can't say it on here. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I can't say what I was about to say. Oh, if y'all God. want that joke? Hit me up on Twitter. Hey, I'll stay on hit him up on Twitter. Hit him up on Twitter. Oh, no, that mess. It, it nah. At the end of the day, this is this is what the Bulls are hoping for. Uh, and finding a player. Um, and I think here's the tough part about it. Like the NBA to me is just not a sport where, where what the Blackhawks are doing works. What the Blackhawks have done works. The Blackhawks blew it all up. They get top capital, all of that, blah, blah, blah. Right away. Right away. Yeah. And they go out and get add Taylor Hall into this. There's probably still not good for another. I mean, Taylor Hall being added, they, they, it might be three years, maybe three years. It's not going to be as long. I said five years before. But to me in the NBA, like in the NHL, this works because there's a hard cap. Because, right, like the, the Hawks get Taylor Hall off of a situation where they got rid of everybody, they got a ton of money, and then Boston couldn't pay them because there was a hard cap. Yeah. With the NBA having a soft cap, you really don't have as much of an option to be able to go reset those. I don't think the NBA ever would do the, would do a hard cap. Um, I mean, I guess if they wanted to really make the league competitive again, that might be the best way to do it. But yeah, I, I, I when you look at because that's what was the sticking point on the CBA. I, I don't think the players' union ever allows for a hard cap. What we have no, now with that second tax apron and it being as penalized is what is going to start being next season. That's the closest we're going to ever get to it, bro. Yeah, I mean, with the new CBA signed, with with the penalties that are in place, I think that that is probably the the closest that we'll ever see to a NHL type situation. But even with that, like there's a lot of teams that if they're winning, we're just going to eat it. Yeah. Zion Williamson <sighs> and porn star. Yeah. Bro, there's a lot of teams. The poll that she made for the baby. Cause she's pregnant. Oh, 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 she, she, uh, she did a name, a name vote. Should they name him junior or Zoraya? And I was like, listen, this chick is going too far. That trollop is taking it way too far, bro. <laughs> He's way too far. Way too far. <laughs> Two trollops. Connor Bernard, yeah. please don't bring any controversy here to the city of Chicago, bro. Just please don't. 
I mean, Patrick Kane brought some controversy. He still wants. Yeah, to stay he with did those misdemeanor charges, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was some other stuff in there too. It was like, hey, yo, you got a blast. But oh, uh, oh yeah, the New York joint. I yeah, almost forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I almost was, forgot all about that. I think that all ended up getting dropped, though, if I'm not mistaken. I don't even think he paid his I mean, way out yeah, of that. Yeah, I, I think he, he literally he the right was like, for it. If not, that was me or you, we'd be in jail right now. Well, you know, I got the right last name for it, I guess. You do. You do. But as soon as you show up to court, they're going to be like, oh, no, go ahead. Come on. You come with us, brother. Take off that hat. <laughs> That's how the police do me. Uh, <laughs> follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path Designer. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for sure. That is, bro. They'll, like, take my wallet and they'll just be like. <laughs> Take off that hat. This is like, <laughs> oh man, that is hilarious, man. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Make sure you guys stay tuned in with us. We're free and available on every podcasting app uh, and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls, and we are out. Peace, y'all. Peace. Trollop Energy.